Welcome to Televisionary, the mini-sode. We are coming to you live from inside my closet, and you may be able to tell so far that we are together in the same place. Yay! Cody just did something weird with his hands where he held them up and then moved them from side to side a little. Was it that weird? <laughs> I, I, fe- I feel like I've seen people do it before. <laughs> Maybe it just felt out of place. Maybe. Well, I'm sorry if it was off-putting. It's okay. But we aren't filming ourselves today, so no one else is able to see it. Only That's true. you. And I'm only used to seeing you from like chest level up. So I don't know what you're doing with your hands most of the time. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> I would. <laughs> but I'm not going to tell you. That's good. Because I like to keep those things to myself. <laughs> no, I'm not ever doing anything inappropriate whenever I'm recording this podcast. Just wanted to put yeah, that out for there. For the record. Just so everyone yeah. knows. But anyway, Elena, you are here in Pennsylvania. I am. Right now. You won't be when this episode is released on Friday, but... Hopefully right? not. Well, unless we have another snowstorm. I know. Yeah. Because we just got one. But since we are in the same state, we figured, you know, we might as well record this mini-sode <laughs> together. Yes. Instead of remotely, like we usually do, from 1,300 miles apart. So here we are, in my closet. <laughs> We'd normally both record in our closets. That is true. By the way. If you haven't seen our... TikToks and reels. Mm-hmm. You may not know that, but yes, we are in the closet. Yeah. How would you say your closet feels compared to mine? So I used to record in a closet that was about this size, but now I record in a different closet that's like double this size. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Just bragging about your closet <laughs> size. Fine. But I do think because it's bigger and I can't like pad it as well, I mm-hmm. think that I tend to have more background noise than you do in here. Oh, okay. Yeah. But other than that, you know, it's my clothes, <laughs> not your clothes. <laughs> I think I feel pretty comfortable in this closet, but I felt like comfortable enough when I was visiting you and we recorded a couple right. of minisodes in your closet. Although we didn't end up using one of those minisodes. The one where I got angry at you? Yeah, it was, <laughs> that was, I think the only thing that we've recorded that we, we were just used. like, that That wasn't good. Yeah, I got irrationally angry that Cody was talking about Bob's Burgers. <laughs> So I haven't brought it up since, because I didn't want to set her off, but... Yeah. Yeah. But other than that, it was a really enjoyable experience being in your closet, so I hope that we can replicate that today. Yeah. I'm glad that didn't cause us to end the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We were able to grow and move past it as people who have mutual admiration and respect for one another. Wow. Yeah, we were. <laughs> we were. Yeah, I was able to get over the fact that you are a a nonsensical... A beep! Uh, uh, a, I wasn't going to use a beep word, <laughs> but uh, one of those mysterious people who does not like Bob's Burgers. I guess. And you were able to get over the fact that I am a correct person who loves Bob Burger, Bob's Burgers. Wow. So. Uh, I had something that I really wanted to bring up to you, like, a few minisodes ago. I bought the issue of Vogue that Sarah Jessica Parker was on the cover of, Mm -hmm. 
And in it, she talks about Golden Girls in relation to and just like that. Okay. And so she's basically saying, like, you have shows on the air that are about, like, 20-somethings, or you have the Golden Girls. There's nothing in between that for, like, people of my age. Mm. But... I don't, that makes me feel like she's never seen an episode of Golden Girls because there's way more sex on Golden Girls than in, and just like that. (laughs) That's true. I just thought it was really weird. And I've seen like a couple different people associated with, and just like that, bring up comparisons to Golden Girls where they're painting Golden Girls about being about like grandmothers. Mm -hmm. And while some of them are on the show, I just feel like it's not really, that's not how I view it. No, like, it, it's not a show about, like, grandmothers being grandmothers. No. Like, it's a, a show about women who happen to be further along in life than what, you're us- right. when, than what you're used to seeing on television. And they're doing things that you aren't used to seeing women their age do. But I, I feel like that is a skewed view coming from SJP. I agree. <laughs> but, and also, the ladies on Golden Girls start that series younger than the ladies on And Just Like That currently are. Yeah. Like, it so just doesn't it, make any sense. It doesn't sense. make any sense. <laughs> I reject that statement. Sarah Jessica Parker, come for me. <laughs> I hope she does. I hope she does too. <laughs> that would be great for us. She'll have a hit list and it's just Kim Cattrall and then both of our <laughs> names right <laughs> underneath it. Uh. Oh. Um. Speaking of Golden Girls, since we had our Golden Girls Part 2 episode come out earlier this week, I wanted to mention that I have been watching The Golden Palace. So when we recorded um, our Golden Girls episode a few months back, it was a while ago now, um, The Golden Palace was not available on any streaming services, so I had never seen any of it. But Hulu just added it within the last month or so. Oh, wow. Uh, So I finally sat down to watch it over the last, uh, probably like week. I've gone through it pretty quickly. And I would say it's, uh, so um, B. Arthur did not participate in Golden Palace. And the setting is that all of the rest of the ladies have moved to this hotel that they bought together with their savings. The Blanche sold the house. And well, I guess all of them were the owners of the house at the end. But anyway, they all moved (laughs) to this hotel and decided to manage it along with um, the guy who was the manager of the hotel before they got there, who was played by Don Cheadle, incidentally. I think and I then, knew that. Yeah. Yeah. A very young, early career Don Cheadle, but he's good in it. Um, and then <laughs> Cheech Marin plays the chef okay. at the hotel. That, as in Cheech and Chong? Correct. Okay. Yes, that Cheech. Not <laughs> not another Cheech. And then also for the first like half or so of the season, there's this little white boy who plays Don Cheadle's character's foster son. Um, okay. But he's not even in all of the episodes, and it's clear that they just didn't know what to do with him. Like, they had no reason to, like, right. keep him around after a while, so they, like, write him off the show, like, halfway through the one season <laughs> of the show. But overall, I would say it's still, like, pretty funny. It's just pretty different from Golden Girls with the style of humor and the kind of things that they talk about. It's... Like, you feel Dorothy's absence quite a bit, Mm. but um, B. Arthur does guest star on one of the episodes, and they still talk about her a lot. Yeah, it was weird, like, it was like the seventh or eighth episode, probably, that, like, Dorothy was already back, uh, just visiting. wow. And it's like, okay, they're trying to, like, really conjure up the same magic that they had Mm. before there, but it, you know, 
just not quite the same. It's, I, I don't know if they got different writers for that spinoff or what, but it, all the jokes just kind of felt a little too, like, easy. Like, there wasn't yeah. as much, like, nuance and complexity, I would say, to the characters. It's, like, just a whole bunch of Blanche is a slut jokes, Rose is dumb jokes, right. Sophia is old jokes. Um, so, I mean, it's still, like, worth a watch if you're a huge, if you're a Golden Girls stan, and I yeah. don't mean a stan's Bornak, <laughs> and you just want some more of those characters, like, it, it kind of like scratches that itch for more but i wouldn't say it's like a must watch yeah it's interesting you saying that makes me think of trailer park boys which i feel like i keep talking about on this podcast (laughs) for some reason but basically the show ends and then is picked up by netflix like i don't know like seven years later or something and there's like movies in between but a lot of people don't really like the Netflix continuation all that much because it does feel, like, very different from the original series in mm. some ways. Like, it's the, still still the same basic concept, but the quality, for one, is a lot higher. Like, the quality of actual Trailer Park Boys is really bad, but that's kind of, like, the charm of it for me. <laughs> and so then for Netflix, it's much higher. But it also just feels, like, different. It's... But... I still enjoy it because sometimes you just want to be with those people, even if you know it's not the same. Even another comparison, but the I recently re- reread The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo, mm. the original three books, mm-hmm. and they continued it after the author died with a different author, and he is horrible. Like, he is... <laughs> <laughs> a lot of people like him because they say that the style is so similar, and, you know... I was a comparative literature major, mm-hmm. so maybe that's why, but, like, it is so obvious to me that they are not written by the same person. Like, the huh. writing style of the original series is really good. Like, it's a thriller, yeah, but, like, it's actually, like, a super well-written book in terms mm-hmm. of just, like, the way it's written. And then the continuation is so simplistic, and all of the nuance of the character. Like, the main character, yeah, sure, he, like, had, like, three different like women that were his partners like throughout the original three books but then like in the continuation of the series he's just like the biggest man whore ever to like hmm. a degree that feels like the author is just like maybe trying to live out a fantasy on the page like his own fantasy on the page <laughs> so i don't know i read them though because i just like i want it to be good and i want to be with the characters and i read it for like the three pages that feel authentic to mm. the original series but it's so sad to me that he died before he was originally gonna do like nine books oh, or wow. something like that and huh. he had almost completed the fourth one mm. and he died and his wife won't release the like the manuscript or have it finished or anything oh that's sad it is really sad they're like i liked them when i first read them but they have over time become like some of my favorite books hmm. that i've ever read that's cool i've read the, those three from the original author all one time and liked them a lot like i wish that there were more um but anytime that like someone else picks up a series like that and tries to continue on i just i feel so skeptical that it couldn't possibly be good (laughs) that it can retain any of that original charm so thank you for confirming that for me i won't waste my time reading any more of those but uh yeah i should go back and reread those one day there every time i read the first one i'm just struck by like what a perfect thriller it is Mm -hmm. because it's like so many layers right of thriller which is cool yeah yeah for sure wow 
Yeah. <laughs> I just saw, is it Rooney Mara is going to be playing Audrey Hepburn I in did. a movie? I saw that too, yes. I l- like that well enough yeah. for casting. Mm-hmm. I can see her doing a good job. Um, I feel like Natalie Portman is like a direct carbon copy of Audrey Hepburn. I don't know if hmm. you feel that way, but I think they looked very similar. I mean, they do. I can. Yeah, I see similarities in the way they look. But who I was. I saw someone on the Internet that like. Well, so I saw that there was someone being put <laughs> forth by the Internet right. as being like the obvious choice to play Audrey Hepburn. And I don't remember who it was. Interesting. But like people were upset that Rooney Mara was cast over this other person. I'm but so I, curious who I it was. I can't remember who it was. I don't know. Please don't tell me it was Kristen Stewart. N- uh, no, it was not. Because <laughs> I could see someone uh, saying that even uh-huh. though it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Um, anyway, I'll look it up and maybe next week's minisode <laughs> I'll have that answer for you. Awesome. But, yeah. Wow. Uh, have you been watching anything other than The Golden Palace? Um, no, I really haven't. I finished Succession, okay. which I had talked about in our last minisode, and I thought it was a really good end of the season. Yeah. Um, Worth very, it. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Definitely satisfying, like, to follow the arc the whole way through of what has happened, and uh, yeah. I, I still can't say that, like, Succession is one of my very favorite shows. Like, yeah. it's, it's, like, consistently good. Like, it's very well made. It's, like, beautifully shot and, like, these amazing, super elaborate sets and locations and all of that. But, I don't know, there's just still something about it that's, like, makes me feel kind of, like, unsettled in a way that I don't like whenever I watch it. <laughs> that's a- It's, like, partially unsettled in a good way because I know that that's, to right. a certain extent, what they're going for, but then it's also, like, eh, I don't like these people. That's how I felt about the... I think the pinnacle of that, which I mentioned in last week's minisode, is Kendall's birthday party. Mm. That episode, I watched it one night, like, alone, and just, like, when I wasn't in the best mood, and that episode made me feel really bad. (laughs) Like, I just, oh my god, him looking through all the presents, Mm. it's just, it's so cringe, Mm -hmm. but also, like, you feel for him in that moment in a way, like, I never really had in the series before. I was also surprised. I had said to our friend Claire at the beginning of season three, she had some predictions, and I was like, there's no way they'll bring back the person that Kendall killed as a storyline, or, like, mm. the person that died on his watch or whatever, in the car. Mm-hmm. And I was like, they, they're they not going to bring it back because the show isn't like that anymore. Like, I always felt like that felt out of place to me. Like, that's the one element of the show that I felt was out of place. Mm. And then they ended up bringing it back in, mm-hmm. a, in a way that actually really worked for me. Yeah. So it was kind of cool to see that. But I was convinced there would never be another mention of it. Because huh. I just thought it was a mistake. But wow. Yeah, interesting. I was wrong. <laughs> I guess. I never felt that way personally. But I I guess you're allowed to be wrong. <laughs> it just felt like too over the top. Mm. But then I don't know if I feel that way anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it makes sense with the way that Kendall's like, whole character arc has gone. Yeah. But, like, he clearly has had quite a few demons for a while, and, like, <laughs> this literal ghost is going to be hanging over him now on top of that. Yeah. Until he finally reckons with those demons, but... Or dies. Or dies. <laughs> he might not get to do that. 
But anyway, what have you been watching? So, okay, I'm so glad that you asked. (laughs) (laughs) Because I asked for your peacock information a while ago. You did, and I I did not give it to her. Because I don't share my password information with (laughs) anyone for any streaming services. So what did you watch on Peacock? I watched Yellowstone. Well, not all of it. I just started it yesterday. I saw that someone had been watching Yellowstone on my Peacock, and I was like, well, this is strange because (laughs) I've never shared my password with anyone. And you never would. And I never would. Yeah. Yeah. But I watched the pilot, which is super long. It's like an mm. hour and a half. Oh. I started it a few nights ago and I was like, uh, no. Mm-mm. And then last night I watched the pilot and the second episode. And so far, I really like it. I cannot believe that the season four finale got over nine million views. Oh, wow. It's being touted as like the number one show on television right now because huh. it is getting so many million views. And I didn't look, I'm not sure if that's, I'm, I mean, I feel like it has to be streaming and on TV because yeah. doesn't it air on like like Sundance Channel or something really weird. Is it like the Paramount Network or something? That's it. Because I was confused. I expected it to be on Paramount Plus, right? but it's not. That is confusing. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, I like it. There are a few elements that, like, there's just like one relationship in it where like the lady's like, I want you to give me another baby. And like, just like saying like these really like stereotypical things. Like we said we would never lie to each other till death do us part. Like that relationship, that is like the weak point for me where it just feels like this is really contrived, like really just no nuance at all. Mm. But for the most part, I like it so far. And I think that over time, I'm guessing because it has grown so much in popularity Mm -hmm. and like acclaim that... Hopefully that kind of goes away over time, but that's like, that's me being really nitpicky because for the Mm. most part, it almost reminds me of Succession, but like cowboys. Okay. Because it's this big family, there's a sister, there's three brothers, and they basically, they own this gigantic ranch the size of Rhode Island in Mm. Montana, and they run the town. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's like an Indian reservation... Sorry, Native American reservation there. Thank you. They keep calling themselves Indians on the show. (laughs) When is it set? Modern times. Okay, well, then. Okay, well, anyway, Uh, um, there's a bunch of Native Americans on this reservation nearby that they're warring with. There's people who want to come in and, like, develop the town for, like, people from out of state to come and, like, visit and live and whatever. So there's a lot of, like, power dynamics. And I don't know. It's interesting... I feel it is a bit conservative, but I also have the sense that there are people who probably watch it who think it is a little bit more red than it actually is in Mm. in sort of, like, the politics. Mm Because I'm watching it and I'm like, okay, this is, like, weirdly progressive in some ways, but maybe not everyone picks up on it. So I'll see how it goes, but I like it so far. I'll probably finish it. They're short seasons. Mm. I don't know. Okay, cool. Yes, keep us posted. I will. (laughs) I see so many people are watching it now Mm -hmm. so i'm glad to be on the bandwagon better Mm -hmm. late than never i guess yeah (laughs) i wanted to watch it years ago but i didn't know where to watch it well apparently not paramount plus Paramount Plus. (laughs) that would only make too much sense yeah wow so anyway anything else that you feel like we need to talk about this week Mm, i don't think so 
I can't really think of anything either. So I guess we'll just <laughs> call it quits. Sorry if you heard any weird background noises or burps or glasses being set down or anything like that. Right. But we are just raw and unedited and unfiltered, uncensored today. Ooh. Because we're recording on the same microphone and it's harder to cut that stuff yep. out. <laughs> yep. Um, but anyway... We hope that you've enjoyed this peek into our <laughs> private lives in the closet this week. Just peek into our cock. Peacock. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> As I said, uncensored. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Go ahead and give us a follow on Instagram. Share this episode with a friend. We are on TikTok. I think it's Televisionary Pod. It's not that interesting, but you can follow us there. Please do. And yeah. tell a friend to follow us there. Tell them to listen to all of our episodes. Ooh, I have a good idea. Start a chain email and tell like 10 people to listen to us. And that if they tell 10 people to listen to us, like eventually they'll get like a dollar mm -hmm. or something That's like that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Or you could start a chain like snail mail letter. Oh, wow. You'll, like send a <laughs> handwritten letter to 10 friends and tell them to listen to us and then send a handwritten letter to 10 friends. And if they don't send that handwritten letter to 10 friends, then tell them you're going to murder their family. Yes. And then do it if they don't. <laughs> All right. Well, have a great day. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening. And um, I've been Cody Hoffman. I've been Elena Hillard. And this has been a very special Televisionary Minisode. <laughs> Woo! From the closet. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Televisionary. If you like what you heard, share this episode with a friend. You can follow us on Instagram at Televisionary Podcast, and don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen. Bye!